What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Sour Takes <laughs> Podcast episode, I think it's 14. It's your hostess with the most, is Nation Music is here. And today we have our, our first, I, I guess you're the first guest, right? Yeah. Ernie, first. Ernie's not here today, so I guess we, we got a sub in. Yeah. Sea Dog. I'm used to subbing because I'm a teacher, you know? Sometimes you got to sub. Ah, I see what you did there. <laughs> see what you did there. Uh, so how you been? How's your week? Um, well, it's the beginning of the week for me now, so... Well, how was your past week, I guess? Um, it wasn't too bad. Uh... You're talking to me in your teacher voice, and it's weird. <laughs> really? <laughs> um, you know, well, uh... You know, uh... Today was... No. Uh, the week wasn't... It wasn't bad, like... No, it was, like, compared to the, how many we- the weeks that I usually have teaching, like, this this week wasn't too bad. Like, mm-hmm. I can say I didn't have that many crazy stories. I, don't, I can't think of any crazy stories right now. But this week, I didn't have any crazy stories. So that's so good. If y'all, if y'all don't know, she's a teacher. That's her occupation. I teach third grade. It was her choice. I don't understand. <laughs> uh, I ask myself this question every single day. Why did I choose teaching? I'm still not sure yet how to answer that question. <laughs> and uh, for this episode, it's a little different. Because, uh, oh, I didn't, uh, why did I even see that? We got C-Dog here. This is my girlfriend. So since I got my significant other on this episode, I feel like this episode is going to be mainly about relationships and or conversations regarding relationships but we're gonna be talking about a bunch of other things and we got wine yes it tastes like church wine even though james says he'd never had it before but that's what it tastes like right now because yo everybody's drinking out of this one cup and the priest is dead doing this right sit (laughs) with his little with with his dress and shit wipe the brim next one wipe the brim next one (laughs) what's crazy is that when I was a kid, <laughs> when I was a kid, I thought it was so disgusting. But when you're raised as a Catholic, because I really didn't, we didn't really go to the church like that. But when we did that, it was like you, you had to, you had to do it. But as I got older, I s- didn't really go to church. Or if I had to do it, I skipped the wine because it was disgusting. Yeah, I had one of those dry crackers and never again. I never did it yeah, again. Yeah, this is dry as hell. That's really why I had the wine because to wash it down because you get the bread first, right? And then you get yeah. the wine. Yeah. Little kids thinking it was actual wine. I know. W- I mean, when you're a kid, you're like, oh. It's like, like I'm getting turned in church. <laughs> right. Hallelujah. Like, oh, shit. I'm having wine at like seven years old. I'm Hallelujah. Lit. Um, but yeah. Ernie's not here this week. So schedules be hard when people be busy, feel me? So we're uh, making the best of it. Mm-hmm. I'm better some, than Ernie anyway, you know? so it's okay. They have some rivalry going on. I don't understand why. <laughs> I'm just here. I'm a neutral party. It's because we're both the same sign. Well, technically, we're all the same sign. But because he's your cousin, and he's always trying to claim you. Are you not the same sign as us? Yes, he is. He's a Virgo. Is he? Yes. Virgo. He's after you, right? Yeah, yeah Virgo okay. start the day of my birthday, which is August 23rd. I don't know what any of these shits mean. Well, we're all the same sign. That's all you need to know. And his birthday is right after mine, the next yeah. day. So he's a Virgo too. Yeah. But he's a weird Virgo. I don't I really don't understand how he's a Virgo. Why are we talking bad about Ernie, man? <laughs> Listen, I already had the intentions of talking happen. bad about Ernie once I knew I was gonna come here and talk. Just so that you know he could see we it. We gotta have like, both of y'all here so y'all can talk bad. For real, to we each gotta other. go back and forth. <laughs> just one day, one day. Ooh, I'm burping. This wine is just making me burp. What what is your favorite wine? The Barcelona? Um, you know what's funny? 
I liked the Bartonora because it was so sweet. I don't like bitter wine. Like mm. it's I don't I don't understand why people find it enjoyable. Like I need to have something sweet. But lately, like when I have it, I don't like it as much anymore. I don't know why. So what do you like? I don't know yet. <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out right now. You know what? No, I lie. I like Sutter Home, which is what we're drinking right now. But I like the Moscato. Yeah, I like the Moscato. So I, I would say Sutter Home right now is what I like and with is, is what we're drinking right now. But Bartonora, like, I don't mind it, but I think it's becoming too sweet for me. I don't I don't understand. Like, I know there's, like, a whole way that you're supposed to be drinking wine. Like, people spin it in the cup, and you got to see it, like, drip down. Oh, my God, time for that fancy shit. Like, and then <laughs> you, like, you, you drink it through your teeth. Like, I don't want to. What do you mean through your teeth? <laughs> like, one of those? Like. I've never done that. I don't even. That's I've like a thing. Cause so that. you could like taste it, but it's like you're about to stain up your teeth. But either way, that. you're gonna taste it. No, like I don't know. You want taste it better? Taste the ingredient. I don't. I don't know. Okay. I'm a casual wine drinker. Either way, I'm gonna taste it. So. Um, but I was gonna say, I was gonna say something. I forgot. Damn. Damn. I don't think I ever did like a podcast with like a female. Cause oh, when I did it with when I did it with Justin, we were supposed to have a female. We never got to that point. I know you guys kept asking me <laughs> to oh, do yeah. it. Yeah, it's because like I guess for within conversations between the guys and the females, you can get like a separate like standpoint, a yeah. viewpoint of it, of mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. Cause I think like a conversation we were gonna have was like, how do you feel about catcalling? Oh God, or that would have like, been a good podcast. Or like, I mean, we hear, how do you feel about catcalling? I hate that shit. Like, you know but, what's crazy? But if you got no catcalling, would you feel away? If I got no, no, I'll be fine. I'll be completely fine. I hate that shit. You know what's crazy? I was having a conversation with my friends, my female friends, by the way. We were talking about how, so I'm I'm 28 now, right? When I was 13, I think 13 is when I first started, like, witnessing or, like, getting catcalled, right? And it was, like, when I when it happened, I was, like, very shocked because I'm, like, I'm 13 years old. Like, how do you not? Because it was grown-ass men, okay? How do you not realize that I'm a little ass girl and you're trying to kick it to me, whatever? But I was having this conversation with my friends because we're all around the same age. And what we said was that we noticed as we're like older, we're not getting catcalled as much as we used to, which like I'm not bothered by it, but it bothers me in a way because it makes me feel like that they try to go towards like the younger girls. Do you think it's that or just the times? I don't think it's the times. I feel like that catcalling will always be there, especially where, we're, where we live. Like, I feel like. That's always going to be a thing mm. because I, it still happens. It still happens to me, but it doesn't happen as much. Yeah. Okay. So I just feel like it's, it's an age thing. At least that happened to me a lot, like a lot when I was 13, but I don't know. I think it's an age thing. I really feel like it's an age thing. That's really weird. That's what I'm saying. Like we all noticed it. We all said like, yo, that's crazy. Now that we're older, we don't get crack called that much. Mm. I've been wondering, though, like, like, when I had asked, I was like, uh, if you didn't get catcalled, would you feel away? Like, if you never got catcalled, if no one ever tried to buy you a drink, would you, be, like, think to yourself, like, damn, am I ugly? Like, <laughs> no. do I not catch anybody's attention? I mean, for me personally, no. That doesn't bother me, like, catcalling. Or, I mean, like, it's, diff- it's different, though, when you're in a bar, though, and somebody's asking, like, giving you a drink. Mm-hmm. They're not catcalling you. They're offering you a drink. But it's it's not catcalling, but, but it, I think it provides the same type of feeling of it as as far as, like, your parents caught, caught their attention, I so they trying to do something to like get your attention. 
I get. I mean, well, I've so okay. So I've had like men offer to buy me a drink, or they've bought me a drink. It's really all about the approach, though, because I've had. There was a situation one time where I was in the south, by the way, and um, my friend and I we were at a bar, and these two men were just like talking it up with us, like just having regular conversation. It it didn't even feel like they were trying to talk to us, like talk to us, talk to us. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Hey, like, can we buy you a drink?" Okay, sure, no problem. And they bought us a drink. That see, that's nice. Like, I'll take the drink. But sometimes, like, men just went. It, it depends on the approach. Like, you trying to talk to me? I'm like, nah. Because then I feel like if I take the drink, you you expect something out of it, and I'm mm-hmm. good. I'm not. Okay. Enough. That makes sense. Yeah, but I don't feel a way if some, someone doesn't offer me a drink. I not can buy my own drink. I'm good. Um. But yeah, as far as teaching, how how's all that going for you? Um, Explain to the people about the teaching world in New York City. Uh, <laughs> um, without getting yourself in trouble. Yeah, I'm like, oh, how can I say <laughs> this without getting myself in trouble? Um, well, I mean, I can openly say this because everybody knows this, but DOE is trash. Like, it's really bad. Um, from what I understand, before this the school year started, I think the mayor like announced that there were like more budget cuts, and we're definitely feeling that now. Like, there's a lot of things where my school had money for last year that they don't have money for now. Like, we're talking about right now trying to get after school going for students that really need it for, like, how we're going to get the money for it. Because I'm a teacher, and, yes, I get paid on salary. But if I work after school, that's extra money for me, and they got to pay me. I, like, I'm not working for free. Mm-hmm. So they got to find that money somewhere. But and Or even just needing things in the classroom, just little things that teachers have to pay out of their pocket because – the school can't give us that money. So, fun fact, teachers, they get, well, they used to get 250 a year, a school year, for just buy stuff for the classroom. They just raised it to $300 for the school year. So now I get $300 back. It's like a reimbursement. Yeah. So you spend money, you give them your receipts, and they give you the money back. But Things that you buy, isn't that more than three? That's what I was going to say. Like We end up spending more than that because there's so many things that you need throughout the school year. Mm-hmm. So $300 is nothing. But, um, yeah, it's it's been it's been a crazy year so far just because of the budget cuts. It sucks because we feel it. There's not much that we could do. Sometimes they give us grants, but it really depends. Like, there's different schools that go for the grant, so it's like okay, you gotta wait and see like if they choose your school for the grant. Last year we got chose for a grant, but I don't know if we're gonna go for this. I got a random ass question. Yes. Do schools pay light bills? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's a question I would not know. Lights not, are I'm, always on. You know what's funny? <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny that you mentioned that because <laughs> um, the the uh, maintenance guy came to me the other day because so the weather's been weird, right? One day it's cold, one day it's hot. So my kids. That's just New York. Yeah, you know how the, how it goes. My kids like they're always hot. So if they ask to turn on the AC, I'm gonna say yeah. I'm not gonna have y'all sweating in here. Like I'm gonna turn mm-hmm. on the AC. I'm be hot most of the time too. So I turn on the AC. So the other day he comes into the classroom. He's like, wow, so you have the AC on? That's crazy. You have it on all day too, right? I'm like, what's the issue? Oh, because, you know, in the mornings we turn on the heat and you guys turn on the AC so it gets rid of the heat. And then you guys are going to be complaining about being cold. I'm like, well, my kids are not complaining. But he was talking about how last year, I guess, we left the AC on too much and, like, the light bill was high. But I'm like, bro, but do you pay for it? So why are you complaining? <laughs> you don't pay for it. Like, why'd you leave the light? Like, 
If you don't, uh, yeah, I don't know. Listen, <laughs> you know, whatever I do in the classroom is for my kids. So, you got a problem with it, you got to deal with it. Because it's for my kids at the end of the day. There'll be times where I'm cold and they're hot. I'm going to leave the AC on because they're hot. Well, I look like. You'll be over there shivering. Yeah, the teacher. parents will come to me, Ms. Robles. My students said that you didn't turn on the AC because they were hot. So, yeah, no. <laughs> but it's, it's funny you bring that up because he was talking about the light field. But I'm just like, but you don't pay for that. So, why are you complaining about nah, yeah, that? Yeah, because school lights be on all day, every yeah. day, all year. It's true, yeah. Like, that was probably crazy. Oh, I guess a, a thing we could discuss that we always talk about is like uh, the differences of things that happen within Catholic schools versus public schools. Oh, talk about what I didn't know. Or what, oh, like she never knew that, like, uh, what the in uh, what's it called? The lock was it the lockdown? The, the school lockdown, yeah, in school lockdown. You didn't, you didn't know, yeah, that was but a thing. I, I can imagine now maybe like, but I was doing that schools. since I was like elementary school. No, I know, but I think, like, you know, with recent years, like, everything that was happening, I would imagine that private schools are now doing that. But when I was in school, we didn't do that. We just did, um, I'm sorry, I'm laughing because. Yeah, our dog <laughs> is here. He's just, he's just <laughs> Living his best out. life, I know. But, um, yeah, we, all we did was fire drills. We didn't do lockdowns, which is crazy to me because I feel like that should be in every school. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you did it in elementary school. Why weren't we doing that? And I went, so, side note, I went to private school my whole life because I went, I started in, in first grade, no, not even, pre-K, and then I switched schools, and I also went to middle school and private school and then high school as well. The first time I went to public school was when I went to college. So, it's crazy that all those years we didn't do anything like a lockdown, Mm -hmm. and I would remember that. And even my friends that you know, they say that we didn't do that. Yeah, so that was interesting. The, they either have us like in the hallways or go down towards the the lunchroom because the lunchroom had like well in my middle school my lunchroom was like in the basement. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was like they had hallways that had no windows and stuff like that. So we oh, I was gonna say, there. why would they put you in a hallway? There's no windows. But was it like a door I, I was locked? Well, we did like. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, I think they were both caught in school. I don't know because there's, one there's, one was like if there was like a tornado outside. That's what I was gonna say. That's um, I think that's uh. I forgot what it's called. I forgot what it's called, but that's different. I think that's what you're talking about, you being in the hallway. Because lockdown, you have to be in a classroom. No, lockdowns we did as well, but the other ones we did in the hallway. I just don't remember the name of it. But the lockdowns we did where you, like, say there's two doors in the back, you guys are like, we're all lined up by, like, the closets and stuff. Yeah, but that's in the classroom, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah, we yeah. did both, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because we do the the shelter in. That's, that's... Shelter in. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the lockdown... Is you have to be in the classroom. You have to block the window mm-hmm. door, lock the lock door, it. shut off the lights, and go to the back of the classroom. It'd be the worst <laughs> when they used to do that, and you used to. And <laughs> I was in the bathroom. What would they do if you were in the bathroom? They tell us like to just go to the nearest classroom, yeah. but I would just walk back to my regular classroom and knock on the door. Because <laughs> like it's just mad random if I just walk into a classroom and I got to be bunched up with a bunch of people but I that, don't know. But that's crazy to me because they tell us the teachers like. If you if you um have a lo- if we have a lockdown like a soft lockdown which is like us practicing, they tell us like if a student is missing from the classroom or not even if you're cl- if you're a teacher that's close to the bathroom, go to the bathroom and make sure there's no student in there. And if they are, don't matter what class they're from, take them and put them in your classroom. So they didn't do that with you. No. Okay. <laughs> I was just I was just trying to get back to my classroom. I didn't want to be in a random classroom and not know anybody. I yeah, gotta be shoulder to shoulder with people who stink. Like, <laughs> that's not not something I wanted to do. 
no, but they're supposed to go in the bathroom and make sure that no one's in there. I don't think anybody came into the bathroom to look for students. I don't think. They're supposed to. It's been a long time. I don't remember all the stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I just... We just used to ca- oh, we just used to look at Catholic kids like, y'all are so privileged. Mm-hmm. Y'all get so much like, cause Catholic schools get looked at a lot more than public schools. I, I when it comes to like ratings or like sports and stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like I understand that perspective because my mom she put us in private school because she she was in public school herself. So the backstory of my mom was that when she was a kid she got bullied, and she did not have a good experience in public school. So she thought. Putting us in private school will give us like a better experience in school, mm-hmm. which like that situation didn't happen to me when I was in school. But I don't feel like I had a great experience in school because it was so many restrictions when it comes to like being a Catholic school. And then also like you have to take religion class, and I don't care about religion. Why do I? What have to is take this? religion class? It really depends. Like in high, in middle school, it was. I don't even remember. I honestly is. Do like you even get a credit for that? Like, does it even count? I mean, if you go to Catholic school your life, then I guess it counts. But right, if you went to Catholic school and then transferred to public school, they just look at that like. I can't. I can't even tell you what I learned about religion in in um middle school because we didn't like we didn't care. We had te- we had tests and we would like find the answers on a book and we would all share it in the classroom like cheat on the test. It's like, what are we really learning about? But it's crazy, though, because if I'm watching... So I watched the show Lucifer, right? And it talked... So it's all, like, actually, like, God and yeah. and and um everything that happens in the Bible. And I actually remembered the stories. I'm like, how the hell do I remember these stories? But it's obviously because of private school. Do they have schools for every religion? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that's such a weird concept. You know, like Catholic school is just a, like it's a weird concept in, as I, a whole. I agree because I always thought about uh, like my friends who were not Catholic. I'm like, why are you in Catholic school? You're not Catholic. Yeah. Like, I don't understand I guess that. Some people just go past the part of it being a religion and viewing it as like this is supposed to be a better school. Because, like, you know, when people feel like they pay for something, they feel like you get a better outcome out of it. That's what I was going to say. Like, my well, my mom didn't really. So it's funny that you said that we're like we're privileged, but. My mom didn't pay for our tuition mm-hmm. when it came to like middle school. Um, I I think I don't know. I don't think it was a scholarship. It was some program, but she wasn't paying for the tuition. In high school, I was a part of like a sponsorship program where like I met with someone. Well, I had to apply first, and I got accepted. And I met with someone who paid for my tuition, so I had that sponsor throughout my whole high school career. She paid for my tuition. My mom didn't pay for anything. So if it wasn't for her, I'm pretty sure I would have ended up in public school, honestly. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> How did it end up on your forehead? You know what? <laughs> cut that out. Cut that out. Cut that part out. <laughs> Ain't nothing splashing my forehead. I'm just I'm just sweaty. <laughs> oh, but yeah. I wasn't very privileged. It was just I got lucky with like people paying for my tuition that mm-hmm. wasn't my mom. But oh, one thing I did want to talk to you about, like, I guess because we're both past that and we both understand it. And since you still are in the teaching realm and like just dealing with schools in general, if you could change a thing about the way college is, how would you change it? Other than just making it free. Oh, I mean that's number one, obviously. Um, I feel like making, making people who like 
don't have the money more aware of like the opportunities that they can come across to pay for their tuition because i feel like there's so many opportunities where you can get your tuition paid for but they're not like it's not out there for you to know i just feel like the the aids that they provide to help you it should be prior students students that know like the ropes and like the loops of course because a lot of times when people were helping me when it came to my college experience it was older people, like in their fifties and their sixties, right? And they're over at that point, and they just they don't un- they don't know, like, yeah, yo, I can do this. Like when I found out about ASAP when I went to Kingsboro, mm-hmm. it was so valid to me. And then when I found out, like, you could co- you could low key like get bread off of ASAP without them knowing, <laughs> like with yeah. the book vouchers and yeah. selling the books and all that. I was like, you just landing there, Nike. You can't <laughs> have no wine, bro. Not the dog trying to have wine. Nike. But it was just like so many loops you can go through and figure things out. I just feel like they should have. I feel like I don't. I don't know if they do have uh, sections within the schools that are just prior students that know loopholes and things. No, I. I but I, I agree. feel like that whole process of setting up for college and that's what deteriorates people from wanting to even be in college because you get over it and you just yeah you get nervous from it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I mean, like I agree that. It's, it's frustrating. You deal with, like, advisors. First of all, a lot of the time, people have advisors and they don't even know that they have an advisor. That's crazy to me. Everyone, when you go to college, you're assigned an advisor. Really? Yes. You are assigned an advisor, and people don't know that they have one. So let that be known because that person is supposed to help you with everything. Oh, the, the, the advisor, they're, like, the head of whatever... Like, when it comes to, like, schedule, like, they'll help you. When you first come into the mm-hmm. school, they'll help you create your schedule. Is that based off of your, your what is, what is, your major? Um, is I'm the not advisor sh- based off of the major? I'm not sure if it's, ba- well, I think sometimes. Like, for me, when I, because I, I did childhood, um, I we had one advisor, and she was for childhood. Okay. So, we went okay. to her. So, yeah, yeah. But it depends, I think, like, on the programs and stuff. I'm not really sure. I think how that's that how it was in uh, Queens College. Okay. Yeah. Because so, one of my professors that I had in the class, he was the advisor for film studies. Yeah. But see, like, I knew that I had this advisor because the way my program w- worked was that I needed permission to take classes. I had to ask to take the class before I, I even enrolled because okay. they wouldn't let me. But yeah, a lot of people don't know that they have advisors. So, making that more known like mm-hmm. yeah hey you have an advisor you can go talk but then sometimes these advisors are not that great either because i have friends who are in school now who have advisors and they're saying that like their advisors are not doing the job that they're supposed to be doing so i feel like that's good like what you said having people who like prior students went through yeah like prior students younger people at mm-hmm. that that want to help because we went through the struggle too i i would love to help students who are in college like get through it I have so many friends who reach out to me and ask me questions because I'm always like, yo, if you need help, I got you. Because yeah, I yeah. know I was there. I just finished my master's. So, like, I've been through it, you know, whatever. But, yeah, like, I know how to do the financial aid, rolling, enrolling classes. Like, I always tell my friends and my sisters, like, if you need help, I got you. Because sometimes they, the help that's in school is not helpful enough. And it sucks. I would just be clicking away on... Uh I don't remember the website. I would just be clicking away trying to set up my schedule. I got it right eventually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, that's what I think that's like the like main problem, a big problem with I I mean, I'm only speaking from my experience with CUNY because I don't know how other schools are. I w- I would think SUNY's even worse. No, but I'm not even talking about SUNY. I'm talking about like any other college. Like I don't know. But isn't CUNY just city colleges? Yeah, but I'm saying there's other colleges besides CUNY colleges. There's, like, 
private schools like LIU, NYU. Those are different. Those are not CUNY. I just always thought it was just CUNY and private. That's it. And SUNY. Yeah, because CUNY is public. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm only speaking for okay, CUNY because yeah. I don't know outside of CUNY. Mm. So I would hope that all these other schools, like, they do have advisors that are good and do help. Yeah. But if not, like, that's a big problem. That's why a lot of people, like you said, they give up. I have I have friends who have literally given up because they don't – Some all of us have different ways that we deal with things. And sometimes something that I can handle, the next person can't handle. And it becomes too much. It's overwhelming. So mm. they don't want to – continue with the process and sense. it shouldn't be that way it's, it's school i want to finish school i want to get my degree so why make why make school more stressful than it already is right like i i went through all these years of high school i want to get my degree like make it easier for mm. me and i think a big thing with that why it's like that is because people think like oh you're an adult figure it out but i think about it at 18 you're still a kid you are still a kid you don't, <laughs> I don't even know how to do laundry properly. Some people don't. I did. But <laughs> some people don't, which <laughs> is fine. But you're still a kid at that age. So obviously, you're not going to know everything. So I think that they should have, like, be better with the advice, mm. advice, advisement and also just being giving more opportunities for those that are not as fortunate. Yeah. Like, for me, I, I got mad student loans right now. I'm like 30K in debt. So it is because I didn't have. So the money. if y'all want to send some donations to, we <laughs> gladly take some donations <laughs> for thirty k. Uh, I mean, unless his single drops, you know, and then hits, then he gonna pay my student loans. But, <laughs> but yeah, I think because I'm pretty sure there were opportunities for me to to take upon like to cover my tuition, but I didn't know how to. Or even when I asked, it was very like vague. Mm. So at the point, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just take out a loan. It's fine. Whatever. I be forgetting that we're recording. I just got to, like, watch what I do. Make sure I don't, like, dig my nose and shit. <laughs> I, like, lick my fingers. Like, no, I, like, low-key have to use the bathroom. <laughs> just wanted to come here. All right, you're going to hold it. Okay. <laughs> now, but um, another thing I wanted to ask. So I don't think I ever asked a female this. How, how did you, or how would you view, do you know who the guy Andrew Tate is? No. Do you know, like, what he he was about or anything? Oh damn! So it's, I guess it's kind of hard to ask. Who's that? Even. That was a guy. Um, he got very popular because he would talk a lot about how like women are very dependent and men rule. Like usually, like men are just like on top of everything in a sense. I don't fully. I, I never really yeah, fully yeah, listened yeah. to him, so I can't quote a word from word. But it's more of the idea that men are the providers and women are just like dependent on men yeah, and yeah, yeah. that whole mind concept of things. But what was your question? I was well. I was gonna ask how you felt about that. Like, that men are... Like, uh, well, you don't know who Andrew Tate is and, like, what he was saying and things like that because it will go around. So it's kind of hard to ask you this question as far as, like, how do you feel about... I guess I can Wait, ask you how you feel about that mindset and concept. That men are, like, dominant, basically? Yeah. Uh, you... So you want to know my response to this? Because, um, hell no. I know your response. Yeah, I'm so like, just... no. That's, so, that's such an old school way of thinking. I hate that. Mm-hmm. We're in 2022. Like, I could be the provider. I could be the breadwinner in the house. That's why do men need to be the more dominant in the house or in the relationship? That makes no sense. The thing that I find so funny is like every guy that, well, first off, I don't feel like a lot of men was like saying that so loud and publicly until like the guy Andrew Tate became like a, a huge thing and mm-hmm. wasn't like known for doing that and pushing boundaries and 
just like making noise and moving the needle and things like that mm-hmm. and more guys got th- more comfortable as you know when one person does something everyone yeah. wants to follow mm-hmm. and everything but one thing i always seem to realize is every guy that has that mindset is a dude that's single and dated nothing but bozos yeah that's how it like it yeah. always is you don't have much experience <clears throat> you don't it's like you any. dated nothing but bozos in your life so you have that mindset because there is no way that you have a mother and you view oh. her as independent and strong and then you're gonna go and say oh well, she depended on the nigga she needed a nigga in her life yeah 100 percent. i'm like your mama didn't raise you right because for you to think that like and a lot of people they come from like and what's crazy is that a lot of time you'll get to know a person and it'll be the same person that has a single like a mom that was single and raised Thanks. them and you have these thoughts like how do you think of your own mom she raised you that's why i try like when friends of mine or people i know get into these conversations i just get myself out of it because it's just so stupid and they be so broke too talking about this right like, like you don't have money yourself <laughs> but you're talking about your dominant how i just don't understand there's no way you have a there's no way you could have a mother in the household be surrounded by women that are independent and strong and then turn around and say she couldn't do that without a nigga though right it just and don't like, make any sense to me right <laughs> it's felt like uh, i wanted to ask that because i never asked i don't think i've asked a female a viewpoint on that I mean, we we all gonna say the same thing. I, I mean, oh, it'd be some rare. could be like, uh, no, I, was gonna no, say I need my man to take care of everything right. for me. Listen, to each his own, to each his own, because I know there are probably some women out there that don't mind the man being the breadwinner, but that's what you prefer. That's your preference. That doesn't mean that you cannot be the breadwinner in the house. Yeah. Everyone has their preferences. And every time the the guys who talk about it, I'm be like, bro, but not all women are like that. They be like, oh, but most. I'm like. You know, most niggas you know don't most put on women? deodorant or brush their teeth. Doesn't mean all niggas stink. Like you know, most women. <laughs> like it's just the I like, because when they say the most, they they're more inferring to everybody and all. Right, right. So it's like, bro, not everybody brush their teeth and put on deodorant, but they not everybody stinks. Like I, I don't know. <laughs> That's just the way I view it. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually like a funny analogy, but okay, <laughs> it makes sense though. It makes sense. They used yeah. to be musty in the lunch room in the summertime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> on the train. There's always a guy that want to put his hand on top like this. Mad armpit like, order. Order? Order. What the hell did you say? Order? order? <laughs> um, didn't you say you have some relationship questions? We should oh, get yeah, into well, those. I was asking all this before we got to like relationship because I was going to ask. All right. So for y'all who don't know, this is my girlfriend. We've been together for like four years and stuff. So I would ask relationship stuff between us. Like, we can ask each other stuff and then go into the questions that the people who watch us and all that sent in. So I guess, like, one thing I would ask you, uh, do you feel like there's anything that's important for a relationship to last a while? Because I guess within my friend group, because we are still young and stuff, I've had, like, the longest relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do you think there's, like, a specific thing that needs to happen in order for a relationship to go for a minute and last strong and last on yeah uh number one thing communication you gotta which is funny i'm i'm, I'm laughing because i know in the, in the beginning when we first started dating i wasn't great on communication but um i feel like that's the main thing that you that you need for relationships to last because if you don't communicate then how how are you gonna go on mm-hmm. if you feel a way about something and you don't voice it then that person doesn't know and they'll continue doing what they're doing because you didn't voice it you're gonna feel away so the relationship's just not gonna build yeah. it's just gonna 
spiral down. So I think communication is like the main thing. And a lot of people don't know how to communicate. And that's why a lot of times relationships don't last. Even relationship, niggas who are friends, niggas in general. Let me not start talking, bro. No, I mean, 100%. I feel like any, that's what, we, we could talk about it. Like, listen, not only just relationships, friendships too. You have to communicate. It It's going to make, eventually it's going to make one person uncomfortable but we got to get uncomfortable like if mm-hmm. we want to be friends if we want to be together we got to be uncomfortable friends should be able to have uncomfortable conversations right and get put and get like be on the wall type of thing right friends relationships whatever it, it's just something that allows it to be stronger let allows the connection to be stronger right and because if you get pushed to that point then you're like yo i can't go beyond this and we already reached this before so going forward we can't really go worse than this yeah. you know what i'm saying and that's something that I learned as I grew as a person and as I became older. Because when you're young, like, it's different. Like, you mm-hmm. don't think about things like that. But when you're older, you've been through so many experiences, whether it's with friendships or relationships, that you know what you expect or, like, what you want mm-hmm. in a relationship. And you should be able to voice that. Yeah. And give the other person a chance to voice that as well. Mm-hmm. And if you let this person know, like, listen, this is what I look for in a relationship from jump, then I feel like you might have a better outcome and last long in a relationship or even a friendship yeah, because yeah. you voiced that and you should give the other person a chance to voice it too and listen to each other, hear each other out. If there's no communication, like, what we what are we Ain't doing? no communication. Ain't nothing, man. 100%. Because what, what are we doing? What are we talking about? Nothing. I feel that. Mm-hmm. What's I say? Damn, I was gonna say something. Well, I want to ask you, like, okay. what do you think? Because I, I said communication, uh-huh. which I know you agree, but is there something else that you feel like? Because we've been together for four years, mm-hmm. what do you think a relationship needs in order to work, or what do you think our relationship helped us continue going on besides communication? Uh, well, I, I won't say this is really for us because for us in the beginning it was always like this, but I feel like trust is the main thing mm-hmm. because not having trust within the person can knock down so many things for you. Yeah. And start problems for no reason type of thing. Yeah. Cause you need to have trust within the person to be able to move freely and move comfortably. Yeah. Cause you can't, you can't, every time your person goes out, you're like, damn, are they going to leave with somebody? Yeah. Are they going to get somebody better than me? Because if you don't, ha- if you feel off all the time, then it's always gonna start a problem. You're never gonna be hundred percent comfortable. Yeah, uh, that's how that's how I view it. Mm-hmm. Other w- with the communication, trust is a major part because you just need to trust within each other. Mm-hmm. I was also gonna say like, um, before you even get to a relationship, you gotta like love yourself first. Because I feel like a lot of people that I know like they get into relationships, and I can tell like they have. Th- there's a question that that answer is okay, gonna come. Go. They have their own like inner. Mm-hmm. security like insecurities that but a lot of people who i'm sorry i don't mean to cut you yeah off. like that they they struggle with and i'm uh, like for me well because i you know i i'm older if for those that don't know i'm older than james <laughs> how many times you gonna say it <laughs> i don't think i said it before <laughs> you said your age already oh yeah but they don't know your age they anyway i'm older but i have like on. i have my experiences and um i forgot why i was going with this because you cut me off james See, see, communication, guys. Let me speak first. Why can't the man speak <laughs> first? That's what I don't understand. No, but um, I think, like, going like in my own experiences, I learned that before you be before you even think about entertaining a person, like you gotta make sure that you love yourself first. Take care of yourself first before you even think about going to relationships, because I know, like me, I know how I am in a relationship. When I'm in a relationship, 
I want to make sure my partner is happy. You know how we are, how you are in our relationship. Yes, yeah, my relationship. Our relationship. Our relationship. I know how I am. Like I want to make sure that he's happy. So if he's like, "Yo, I really wanted this pair of socks because they're mad cool," I'm gonna That's buy how it. <laughs> I want these uh, socks. <laughs> I gotta make really my voice like deeper. These socks. I, I gotta make my voice deeper, okay? But if he tells me that, then tomorrow, or on the phone, I'm like, let me check on Amazon for them socks. Because that's how I am. I wanna take care of you. So, my advice is take care of yourself first. I don't never want some damn socks. That's a lie. That is a damn lie. There's because never somewhere I'm like, all, oh my God, those socks are so cool. First of all, let me get those socks. This is a lie, and I'm gonna tell y'all why. Because for his graduation, he wore a nice um, outfit, and he was looking for specific socks because he wanted to have a certain look. And what did your girl socks. do? She went to Macy's, and she bought those damn socks because that's how I am. And that's what I was just trying to say. Well, did you go to Macy's because I didn't have time to go? I don't remember. <laughs> well, but I'm saying either way, like, I'm going to get it done. You know what I'm saying? Like, either way, I'm going to get it done. All right, so we're back from our, like, little quick intermission. But, uh... I actually, I told people to send in some relationship questions for us, so we're gonna go do that. I got a couple, she got a couple, so we're gonna run through them real quick. Um, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? You can go first. Copy. So the first question that I got up here, hold on, give me a second. The first question I got, should I say the person's name or just nah? I think I'm gonna just I say think the you question. Just keep it anonymous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The question is, what to do in your first breakup with the girl you thought you were going to have a future with? Jeez, that's a deep-ass question. <laughs> Obviously, something happened. Wait, say that one more time, that question. What to do in your first breakup with the girl you thought you are going to have a future with? But this is worded with, like, your first breakup ever? Or your first breakup with a girl you thought would last forever? I'm assuming, like, like this was their very first serious relationship. But, like, y- your very first relationship you're going to think is going to last forever? No, I said very first serious relationship. Oh. Because, like, he, this person could have had relationships before that that he didn't take as serious. Yeah. And this could have been the first relationship where he was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to marry this girl. Let me just make sure you can't record. All right, yeah, I mean, yeah, well, I said, it says what to do. I mean... I don't feel like this has the age thing to do with anything. Like, I was going to say, maybe if you're younger... If it ended, it ended for a reason. Whether it was a good or bad reason, the point is it's no longer what it was. And all it takes, it's going to take time for things, for you to get over things. But eventually, if you keep living in sadness and that's all you push, like, I don't don't know. I'm trying to find a way to say this. It's just like, don't stay stuck in life being sad. Things happen for a reason. Things are no longer the same for a reason. So from there, you just got to keep it pushing and keep going. You don't want to stay stuck, stay sad, and dwell over that, and you'll never know what other opportunities you can come into. One close, one door closed, but another door can open. You feel me? Yeah. You thought forever was going to happen. I'm pretty sure the other person thought forever was going to happen, but it just didn't work out that way. Yeah. And things happen. You just got to move on. You just got to better yourself. If you messed up and that's the reason why I broke up, understand what you messed up in and fix that. Yeah. Or just use that relationship as a... As a, I guess as a bullet point to like, this is what I like. This is what I didn't like. I know my next person. I want to do this. I want that to be like this and things yeah. like that. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I was gonna say like, first thing you gotta do is accept it first. That's mm-hmm. the very first thing you gotta do. Accept that the person that you were with that you thought you were gonna be with forever, 
is no longer your person mm-hmm. first accept it and then it's okay to be sad because there's like so many stages to break up it's okay to be sad you could have your couple of days or maybe a week and you're sad but like you said don't stay stuck in the sadness yeah because for me when it's happened to me in the past my initial thought was like like you said everything happens for a reason so obviously something happened there where you know it didn't work out and what i what i think give it some time and if you didn't already try to get some closure to see if if you're not understanding why it did why it ended like that try to get some closure from the person Mm -hmm. to understand like what went wrong but i feel like with closure you have to have some time before you that's get that what i was closure. saying i said it like yeah. don't just break up and then the yeah, next yeah, day. yeah yeah but tell me why we broke no, up no, no, like, no, no. give things. yourself time mm-hmm. first accept it be sad whatever you know give yourself time don't go right away to this person like oh my god why didn't no give yourself time and when i say time i don't mean like two weeks <laughs> give yourself like months thanks and then you know if you didn't have that closure conversation already you know try to reach out hopefully if y'all are like on okay terms and figure out why it didn't work out and then like you said you now you know okay i messed up here this is something i need to work on for the next relationship yeah you know but we can't we can't dwell on like the past you you take every experience isn't you take every experience and learn it for the next one type thing. yeah like i'm a person where i'm always thankful for my experiences whether it's good or bad because i learned from it Mm -hmm. so you should learn from it copy Said uh, the next question is from the same person. They asked two questions, but I think they're kind of you could just put them together. One question is, how do you know when it's time to end a relationship? And the other question is, how do you end a toxic relationship? How do you know when it's time to end a relationship, and how do you know that you're in a toxic? No, how do you know? How do you know to? How do you end a toxic relationship? How do you end it? That's kind of like hard to say (laughs) 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 because what's making the relationship toxic? Yo, like, like. My thing is, when you're in a relationship and you can understand yourself that it's toxic, there's no reason to keep being in it. Yeah, because no, 100%. Like, why stay, why stay so stuck, right? All right. You're here. You're going through this experience. You already know how this experience is, but you just keep going along with it because you're comfortable with it. But you keep going with this experience and it's going nowhere but down, but there's so many other experiences you can have to keep you up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, why why keep going down this road knowing that it's a negative road, knowing it's a bad road for it to not change or help anything? Yeah. I mean, it's easy to say because, like, I know people who have been in toxic relationships Mm -hmm. and I understand it's hard to, like, get out of that when you're in it. But if, like you said, if you yourself is, you're recognizing that it's a toxic relationship, you need to get out ASAP. Yeah. You need to get a little closer to you. Yeah. Okay. You need to get out ASAP because what is what is the relationship doing for you? Mm-hmm. It's it's draining your energy. It's yeah. not making you want to do anything. And you don't want to be in that type of environment. You want to keep pushing forward. Mm-hmm. You want to keep moving up in your life. This person's just going to pull you back. They're not going to help you move forward. Yeah, and it's like I don't know. I, don't, I just don't get why some people just want to stay stuck there. Like I get it could be a comfortability thing. But it's like there is somebody in the world that's going to treat you exactly how you want to be treated. And why life isn't that long. So why settle for somebody that doesn't treat you exactly how you want to be treated? That's just my point. I will say that I do understand why people don't want to leave because maybe they feel like they won't find another person. 
maybe they feel like okay so they could have a toxic relationship right when it's bad it's bad but maybe when it's good it's good so like all they're thinking about is like but damn like when we're good we're good but it's like how bad are those bad no of course but i'm trying to i'm trying to get you to understand like their Mm -hmm. mindset too like they're thinking about just the good times they're not thinking about the bad and the bad overweighs the good out of Mm -hmm. course but that's probably why it's so hard for them to leave the relationship because it's like damn like we've been together for so long and we were when we're good like everything's good like i you know you wish things could be better but it's not changing Mm -hmm. when it's not changing that's when you know you need to go when things are not changing you gotta go this is a question that i just thought about with this question is if your friends are telling you the relationship is toxic how should you view that um i think that if my friend tells me that i'm in a if, if my friend tells me that i'm in a toxic relationship I need to listen to my friend because from my experience with my friends, I don't feel like they would ever tell me things to like mess up a situation that I'm in. They're mm-hmm. trying to tell me like, like Catherine, open up your eyes. Like yeah. you're in a bad situation. So I feel like if your friends are telling you that your relationship is not healthy, then you need to listen to that and yeah. try to like, if, it, if your eyes have not been open yet, like open up and try to take yourself out of the situation, step outside of it. And look at what's happening mm-hmm. so you can understand, like, why are they saying this to me? Yeah. Because it's hard when you're in the situation. You're not looking at it from an, an outsider's perspective. Especially if it's somebody that's close to you letting you know, like, what's up? They're not telling you that because they're bored. Like, listen. Yeah, they're telling because they care. Yeah. So, uh, the next thing is not really a question, but it's more of a topic. They're talking about sharing locations <laughs> with your significant other. Uh-huh. I don't ever view that as like a bad thing. I, obviously, I feel like there's, I don't know if you, I'll say boundaries to it, but past a certain time in relationship, like that should be something that's comfortable. Like I, I shouldn't be dating you for a month or two and I have your location everywhere you go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I for me, I feel like it depends on the relationship. Like we share our locations, but I don't know when we started, but it wasn't like right away. It wasn't right away, but whenever it did, it wasn't really, it wasn't on a, well, I'm trying to know where you're at all the it time. Like it was, thing. this is really a safety thing. And you're not the only person I share my location with. I share my location with my sisters, my mom, my friends. Mm-hmm. But I think it really depends on the relationship. Like you know, I don't. If there's a couple that I know that don't share their locations and they're like not with it, mm-hmm. then okay, that's your preference. But I would prefer to have my partner's location, especially because we live together. Yeah. And because okay, side note, whenever like there's sometimes like. When we're texting, like, I know if I text you, you're going to respond. It might not be right away, but you'll respond. But there's been times where, like, if I'm texting you and you don't respond for a while, to me, that's like, are you okay? Are mm-hmm. you good? So I'm going to check your location. Oh, okay. Like, he's good. But yeah. I don't check your location, like, every second of the day because mm-hmm. that's not the relationship we have. Like, I'm, you don't check my location. I, sometimes I forget I have your location. Yeah. But I think it really just depends on the ni- dynamic on the relationship because if you feel like, you're gonna be that person that's gonna be like crazy checking your, your person like location. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Cause I just know mess. like when you go out and I make the house a mess and you say you're on your way home, I just be like, all right, where is she? Okay, cool. I can clean the dishes <laughs> it's funny real quick. I do the same thing. <laughs> I do the same thing. <laughs> I'm like, like wait, hold on. You on the Jackie? Okay, copy. <laughs> yeah. That's that what I be doing. Yeah. All right. Um. Okay. Okay. She. she. Okay. The next question is. When I say she, it could be a she or he. Mm-hmm. Yo, there's a lot of S's. I got wine, and I have a lisp, and I have my <laughs> aligners in. So it's not... <laughs> All right, go. 
Should she stay if you cheat? And would you stay if she cheat? Should she stay if you cheat? And would you stay if she cheated? Yeah. Are they asking us that? Like, our relationship I mean, they or don't, in general? They, I, guess, I guess in general, but I don't. people don't know that you're going to be on this. So I guess we can, oh, okay, do, okay, okay. We can view it as um, that. Cheating in any sense, I don't think I ever take the person back. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I think that that's just, like that's it for me. Once you cheated. Yeah. And I mean, like... Like, I know you before you would say, like, it's, it's a time thing and you won't know till you're in that situation. Like, for us, we've been together for four years, right? If you were to do something that would be cheating, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't forgive you. Yeah, no, I, I, I get that. But I say that and I still hold that. Like, I still go by that because you haven't been in that situation before. Mm-hmm. So you don't know how you would react. Because I know people who have been cheated on and they actually stay with the partner, even though they said they wouldn't. Yeah. Because of... You know, like it's been so long and like whatever. But that just gets I tough mean, when you have like kids and yeah, yeah, marriages it really and depends the situation. Like, I do not, I do not judge anyone if you know they're with someone and the person does cheat on them and they stay with them. You have your reason why you wanted to stay with them. My thing is that if you're gonna stay with the person, you need to work back on trust. You can't like attack that person for everything they do because mm-hmm. you decided to stay in a relationship. If you decide to forgive a person for cheating you have to obviously there's going to be trust that they need to build back up right yeah but you can't keep like questioning everything that they do because you decided to forgive them and you decided to continue that relationship with them so yeah like the reason that's such a big thing to me because when you ask like what's the main thing for a relationship my thing was trust yeah so once that's broken it's like it's just hard to 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 look past that and forgive it yeah, yeah, no, I, I understand that. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it, but it's just hard to speak on. From I'm just a person where no matter what the situation is, it's hard for me to speak on the experience if I haven't been through the experience yet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, go ahead. Next question. Or should I ask a question? You can ask a question. What qualities are important for you and a partner? Qualities? Independence. I don't like someone that's so dependent on me. Period. <laughs> That'd be so annoying. It's like, bro, you couldn't, you couldn't like wash the plate. You couldn't, you couldn't put toilet paper, Catherine. You know like, what? I <laughs> Sometimes I forget that. So you try to be shady right now. <laughs> um, that's funny you said that because I was gonna say that too. Like mm-hmm. I'm very with because I've been like I've dealt with guys who were not independent. I'm like, bro, These broke I am ass not niggas. No, ain't I ain't got nothing. <laughs> first of all, I didn't say broke. <laughs> I'm just F-R-E-E, saying. F R E E fuck nigga. Anyway. I just, I've dated guys who, I've, I'm like, yo, I'm not your mother. <laughs> like, mm. you are not my child. You a grown-ass man. Take yeah. care of yourself. So that's, that's like a big factor for me. You need to be independent. Mm-hmm. And so I know that's what attracted me. That's what attracted me when I met him. Because he was very independent. It's like, oh, he got a car? You always say this. Oh, he he got always a tells people this. Like, no, I did not get with you because you got a car. He's saying this guy didn't have a time a car at that time, but no, that's not why I got with you. <laughs> anyway. Oh, you got a whip? All right, so independence, that's it? Independence is a major one. Um, Gotta have a sense of humor. It can't be like... Oh, are you trying to say I'm funny? <laughs> funny looking. <laughs> um, <laughs> cut that part out. Just cut it out. <laughs> nah, but... um, just, And also just like... You don't have to be a people person, but don't be awkward. I can't deal with, like, I'm being around my friends and you there and you're just 
in the corner by yourself. You know, I was going to say something, but then I was like, never mind. Just don't say a name. No, uh, I was going to say we wouldn't have worked out in high school, but <laughs> you weren't in high school yet. <laughs> so we're four years apart, if y'all don't know that. So when she was a senior, I was a, I was, when she was a senior, I was a senior. In eighth grade. <laughs> I was still a senior, though. Why am I crying right now? <laughs> Yo. I was like, Catherine, duh. Like, y'all wouldn't have worked out. Hey, high school me, pe- people hated me because I was annoying. Oh, good. A good thing I didn't meet you at that time. I mean, yeah, because you catch a case. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I keep saying it. All right. <laughs> Next question. Uh, Yo, I really wish Oh, this I- was the question that I was confused about that you knew. Okay, but. Can I just say, I really wish y'all could see my dog right now because the way he's laid up, he's on his back. <laughs> his paws are up. <laughs> I'm dead. All right. Anyway, what's the question? Which year is the hardest year in the relationship debate? Okay. So. I was confused about this question. With me, I, with, I would say the year that's the hardest year in a relationship is the year after the first year. Because the first year, you're in your honeymoon phase, right? Okay. You're st- you're still getting to know the person. You got butterflies. Like, every time you see them, yeah. I miss you. You better stop. Because you <laughs> definitely have butterflies, okay? Whatever. I was just hungry. <laughs> 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 All right. I'm done. <laughs> no, but it's the honeymoon phase. Like, you're you're on the phone a lot. You have a lot of sex. Like, I'm talking about, like, three to four times a day. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> Good times, man. I hope my mom don't see this. But anyway. <laughs> um, That's going to be the clip. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah. So, like, the first year, you're still getting to know each other. So, I think the second year is probably the hardest because you're learning things that the other person does that you're like, damn, I kind of don't like that. Mm-hmm. Like, And it's hard. When we're talking about communication, it's hard to voice that because it's like, all right. Like, it, you feel when the honeymoon phase is over. Because you're like, okay, well, what you used to do was cute, but now it's not cute. Yeah. And it's hard to, like, voice it because you don't want to, like, get the other, You don't want to hurt the, the person's feelings or you don't want, like, I don't know. You talk about it because I feel like when we first started dating, you didn't know how to voice mm-hmm. your feelings as well. Well, I mean, well, for me, I'm going to just use this as an example. We've been in four years. I would say, like, probably the third year because, like, a lot of the things that you're used to no longer happens. And a lot of the things you would just tolerate now becomes like a ne- like it hits a nerve or it becomes annoying sometimes. And uh, sometimes the communicating isn't as simple as you would want it to be. Yeah. Because you're at a point where you want to communicate, but you're also at a point where you feel like if I communicate, this is going to be more and more of an issue. Yeah. So see what you described is what I described, but you said it was a third year for I us. I feel like the second year. But I feel like because the third year for us was like quarantine. It was like, damn, I gotta see you anyway because we were we were in the house. It's your rela- a relationship is so different when you're not living with the person, and when you're living with the person, then like that's a whole different world. Like you wake up so, to their tissues on your side of the bed and. <laughs> You want to keep coming for me? Because I can come for you, too. I don't do nothing wrong. All right. Anyway. <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like so that question, I would say the second year, but it depends on the, the relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Because what if, like, because we moved in together, early, like, pretty early on, right? Like, after the first year, we moved in together. Yeah. But. I feel like that was more because of uh, circumstances were, like, in our favor, in a sense. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, either way, like, we moved, we moved in after the first year. 
but i think for us the hardest year was the third year but it was because of quarantine like mm. we were stuck in the house together so it's like i gotta see your face every damn day mm. and this man was on his game from like 7 a.m to like 12 a.m what else am i gonna do i'm stuck um, in the house meanwhile i'm over here trying to do makeup I don't, I don't know how to do makeup i'm still trying to learn trying to braid my hair but this man was on his game all day. So the just, it was over. just like little things like that that we obviously would have arguments. So I feel like that's why it became our hardest year because mm. we were stuck in a box together. Yeah. But for me, I would say typically it would probably be the second year because you're getting to know the person even more. You know what I mean? I feel like within the second year, you get a little bit more confidence than you had in the first year. So things that you would hear constantly, you would be like, oh, I don't want to keep hearing about this or things like that. Mm-hmm. Or just, like, again, like, finding your voice and setting your opinion more. Mm-hmm. Maybe not as much because it still is just the beginning, but I yeah. feel like that's what the second year is mainly about. Yeah. What a question. All right. Um, I got... <laughs> um, I'm going to ask this one. Wait, where is it? Do, 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 All right. Do, do, what is your love language? Words of affirmation, physical touch, gifts, acts of service, or quality time. And I can go over any of those if you don't understand what any of those are. Gifts, acts of service. What's acts of service? Acts of service is like folding clothes for a person or like washing clothes or washing the dishes or cleaning the house. Like doing something for the person because you know it's going to make them happy and it makes you feel good to make them happy. I feel like it's that one. That That's your... Yeah, I would, I would say that's your your love language i think that's what it is because there's been times when you like you tell me you had like a stressful week at work Mm -hmm. so like without telling you like i'll have like flowers set up or i'll set up like a bath for you or i'll get dinner already and stuff like that just so like that that hard week Mm -hmm. becomes a better week yeah but i also think that your love because because you can have more than one love language but i think that's your that's your main love language but i also think words of affirmation is your love language what is it so you're gonna see why i'm saying this He'll come home with a fresh haircut and I'll forget or I'll look at him and I, you know, I obviously knew he went to get a haircut. Look at his face. And he'll be like, so you wasn't going to say anything about my haircut? Like he's. Because who else am I going to look good for? Yeah. So I think that's that that's also a love language of yours. Because, I mean, there's nothing wrong with wanting to hear like, oh, your hair looks good. Mm -hmm. So I think that you you like that as well. I guess that's just more of like as you go more in relationship, it just shows that the person still wants you or still like amazed by you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another love language of yours besides acts of service. How about, what's yours? Mine is definitely acts of service and quality time. And you know mine is quality time. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, talk about it. Uh, <laughs> talk we, about it, talk about it. We're trying to have a peaceful <laughs> podcast episode here. We're not trying to <laughs> argue on the microphone. Nah, um, yeah, so I say acts of service because I'm, it was funny when when me and you started dating because I noticed that you are you and I are the same way like in a sense of like we want to do things for each other mm-hmm. which I 100% appreciate about you but then also quality quality time um I just like to spend time with you like even though he want to spend more time with his game but whatever let's not get into that um I spend more time on my computer than I do on my game Okay either way he's spending more time with his computer than with But his what girlfriend. am I doing on my computer? You trying to make money? I'm working on my computer, and I'm trying to make me money. What What are my jobs that I do? <laughs> Most of my jobs, other than opening doors for people who don't deserve it, uh-huh. is on the computer. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, anyway, quality time. I, I like quality time. We just started doing this and on Friday nights we go on dates because it just... We live together, but it feels like we don't see each other. People don't understand that, bro. No, but... Because I, I think within the... Remember I told you within the within the group chat, uh, one of my friends was like, yeah, I'm going to hang out with my girl today. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to just chill in the crib. Like, that's like... I don't know if he said it was like a date or just hang out with her or give her quality time. And somebody's like, oh, that's not quality time. I was like, bro... When you live with your with your person, that's that's quality time. 100%. Just that that could be a date in its own. You just order food and y'all stay in and watch TV. Right, and also everyone has their own idea of a date, right? Because you know what, I'm gonna actually make that into a question. What's your idea of a date? A date? Because, or actually, I'm gonna ask this: If you and I were watching TV, we order food and we like drink some wine, maybe even smoke some hookah. Would you consider that a date? Mm, I feel like a date is planned. So if we say, yo, Friday we're going to order food, watch this movie, and smoke hookah, that I feel like is a plan. But if we just happen to be watching TV and like, you want Chinese food? Okay, so... You, you know what I'm saying? You see it as a date, but it has to be planned ahead of time. I feel like a date is planned. Yeah, so if you do see it as a date, but it has to be said, like, yeah. okay, we're going to do this. Okay, cool. Because some people don't see that as a date. Because I had this conversation with my friends, and one of my friends said, well, that's not a date to me. That's just chilling. Mm-hmm. Everybody you know, don't have the same views on a date. But to me, that's a date. Even if it's not planned, I'm like, oh, like, you know, I mean, yeah, it's chilling, but at the same time, to me, it's a date. Because, like, for example, our first date was going to Sonic. Yeah. Which is, like, a drive through but we chilled there. Yeah. But I feel like if we're running errands and we go to McDonald's real quick and we keep running errands, it's not a date. It's just yeah, yeah, that's food. different. But even right. though we went to a drive through we we plan to go to that drive through to, to hang yeah, out yeah. and that spend makes sense some hours saying. together. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. But yeah, everyone views a date differently. So that comment that you said that your friend was like, "Oh, um, that's just chilling." Maybe to them that they just see it as chilling. But again, that person probably didn't live with a significant other, so they don't understand. Like, mm. like I was just talking to my sister the other day, and I told her that how our schedules don't mesh. Like, you're gonna go back to working nights, whatever. And I told her how the schedule was. She was like, "How do y'all see each other?" So <laughs> she even said it. it. Was like, "Whoa!" Like. But I feel like a lot of it, too, well, well, at least when it comes to us, is sacrifice. Because I sacrifice a lot of time on working on my, on my like, creative stuff, which I... And ideally, in, in full retrospect, I shouldn't mm-hmm. because, like, yeah, I need to get... I need to be 100 on my stuff. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I sacrifice where I can. Mm-hmm. Like, I might stay up a little later so I can do this edit right. or I can record this song or I can yeah, write yeah, this song yeah. out just so we can watch TV. Yeah. And I'll lose hours of sleep. Because he don't watch TV, I'm going to bitch about it. That's why. <laughs> Even if we're doing this TV. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. Next question. Uh, yeah, I think I have one more from somebody. I don't think I have that many questions. Um, how does one deal with healing from a past relationship while dating someone else? Okay. This is what that's, I said. That's was a, a that's question. a good question because if you're still healing from a previous relationship, you, you should not be, in, be in that relationship because this goes back to what I was saying. Like you need to love yourself first. You need mm-hmm. to take care of yourself first. So if you're still, which is fine, it, it no one no one has a set time for when they get over a relationship. Mm. It, it, no one knows when they'll get over a relationship, but. I think you need to get over that relationship first before even jumping to another one because it's going to affect the current one that you're in. Yeah. And you might be in a good-ass relationship now, but because you're still going through the things that you went through in the previous relationship, it's going to affect how you react or how you behave in mm-hmm. this new relationship. And it's not going to end well. The way I view it is like, 
if you go into a new relationship with, with baggage from problems of your old relationship, it just doesn't make things fair for the person you're in the relationship with and yourself because yeah. you're making the person you're in the relationship with go through all this trial and error, all these loops, all of this, all of this. But this is how I am. Mm-hmm. This is, oh, I'm like this because of this guy. Yeah, or I'm yeah. like this because of this is my past. Yeah. Meanwhile, that person doesn't have to go through that. That yeah, person yeah. is there genuinely just for you. But now you're making them go through all these loops and all these issues because you got issues. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I was going to say, like, not only are you, you're, yes, you're putting through the, this person through all this stuff, but you're also not giving yourself a chance. Like, exactly. You could be with this person. This person could be, like, the best person that's, like, treated you ever. All right, again, sorry. This other camera we got is just, it don't do well with timing. So we got to switch the camera up. Hopefully this lasts a little bit longer for the ending of this uh, episode. But going back to what you were saying, Catherine. Um, yeah, just my whole main point is if you're... Let's fix that mic up so you're not too far. There you go. Okay. If you're having issues where you're still, like, dealing with the past, then you need to take a, take care of that first. Take care of yourself first before you go into another relationship. Yeah. Because it's going to affect the new relationship. And you're not giving yourself the chance of being with a better person because you're letting the past affect you. And that person's not going to want to stay. Yeah, like, a lot of people, their way to coping with shit is just getting to the next relationship and trying to ignore the shit that happened previously. I think so. people just, like, r- rush into relationships too too fast. That's I feel I like it's not, you don't think it's, like, a coping thing that they try to do? I mean, no, I, I agree oh, what you're okay. saying, but I also think that people r- rush into relationships and they don't give themselves a chance to, like, get over the previous relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's that's why like that's the loop right there. Yeah, like you're gonna keep doing it and doing it. Give yourself time. You you were just in a relationship. I tell all my friends, whenever they become single, I'm like, live your best life. You were with this person for however long, like have your little whole phase. Yeah. Live your like just explore. See what you like, see what you don't like. Work on yourself before you go into a relationship. And I feel like it's it sounds like cliche, like, oh, work on yourself. It's not like you need to work on yourself first mm-hmm. before you get into a relationship, because how do you know how can you be your best self or like your best the best partner for the person that you're with if you didn't take care of yourself? It's just like I just feel like it's like going into a relationship with so many insecurities, expecting that person to fix them for you. I don't I don't know if it's like expecting or like, oh, uh, maybe expecting them to deal with it. Mm. Like, OK, well, like you said, this is how I am. yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's just because maybe some people do like, oh, like, well, you got to help me. But I think some people would just be like, well, this is me and this is how I react to these things. Mm-hmm. How, which I, that was an issue that I had, too, in our relationship that I would say that. But then, you know, I, I got better, right? <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I got better. I got better, right? 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 Got better, right? Tell them, James. Tell them. Yeah, so good. So <laughs> you know what? Better. Turn this shit off right <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. But next question. Yeah, you got one more? Yeah, I have two more. Two more. Okay. All right, last one. Ha- well, last two. Second, second, last one. Um, have you changed because of your partner? I don't think so. I don't think so. As far as like not putting so much doubt into myself, like knowing I could do more, or like I love to hear that, or thriving to do more, like not not just settling for what I think I can do, but trying to do the impossible, and just. Yeah, just going on that route because I, I wasn't gonna, I was because I can't really say independence because I was doing like yeah whatever yeah I could and do you were doing that already prior but like pushing myself to no you can't do that 
why can't you? you go do it go try like just things like that things i would never think i could try and do just go and do it and then you just learn from it yeah i like that because i definitely that's i think that's also like words of affirmation like because i feel like especially because you do the muse thing i don't think it's just you i think a lot of people who do who try to pursue things they're passionate about, they doubt themselves a lot. Mm-hmm. It's even me, me, myself. Like, I'm a teacher, but I still doubt myself as a teacher. Yeah. And it, we're, we're our biggest critic. But I remember, like, having a lot of conversations with you because you were doubting yourself in the music. I'm like, no, like, keep going. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Even when you're low, it's just keep going because you never know. Um, what, is, what is that for you? What do you think? For me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you may realize mm-hmm. that Nothing, I'm... No. no, I was going to say, you may realize that I'm very stubborn because I am hella stubborn. Stubborn um you needed me to realize that uh yeah you see how stubborn i am (laughs) i needed you to realize that um no because i feel like okay so you know we're talking about relationships right and with when you're with a person like it's so easy to say like what's wrong with them but it's so hard to you know for you to talk about yourself and say well you know this is what's wrong with me and i need to work on this Mm -hmm. i feel like being with you it's helped me to recognize like my faults as well okay because it was so easy to like when i was dating other people to be like well you did this wrong and even if they did tell me i did something wrong well you did something worse so like whatever Mm. (laughs) so i feel like being with you i i under like i don't know like i'm more understanding of what i do that's wrong and i you know i'm willing to like fix it yeah and i noticed i have a big problem with saying sorry that i didn't realize i had that problem until being with you i'm so glad you realized yeah I mean, I'm better right now, y'all. Like, I say sorry, but... Yeah. <laughs> so, yo, I'm gonna beat your ass. So good, so crazy, wow. No, but yeah, I think, yeah, you just helped me realize, like, my my faults, like, what I need to work on. Mm. Not just, like, in a relationship, just in general, though. Because be, not being able to say sorry, that's not even just with you. It's just in general that oh, yeah. I've learned. But I learned, I realized that it comes from my family. Because my family is like that. Yeah. Okay understandable yep 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 all right last question made you realize to say sorry (laughs) so next time you be like so you gonna say sorry or what so did you learn or did you really learn at all like (laughs) because you didn't say sorry (laughs) all right last one this is my favorite question ready okay when when if ever do you think please don't you will get married (laughs) i knew that was gonna be a question so if you continue you better say right now why would i say that what was the question? Imagine like when if what? No, imagine you got that money like right now. Marry me. <laughs> that would be so corny. Right? <laughs> it said when if ever do you think you would get married? I don't know, like five years from now. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> Marriage, like I feel like you have to have like such a other than it's just a continuation of your relationship, but a major part of it is just making sure you're financially good mm-hmm. and steady even though like being in a relationship you still gonna grow and become steady and be financial I, I don't know i feel like marriage is like the grown-up part of the relationship in a sense <laughs> well we're not grown right now <laughs> but as far as like you know having your house locked down having your career locked down and just but, being set and like because you don't want to be married and, and struggling either yeah i know but, but who's to say like you have to have a house to be married but I'm just saying a sense of like not sh- wanting to struggle and be okay. married. No, because you, know you say, oh, I, I guess you're giving examples of being yeah, stable. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because I'm like, 
some people just would be fine with staying in an apartment mm-hmm. forever. They don't need to have a house. But I get what you're saying. Like, because I would, I want, I would want to provide better. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, like, with marriage, it, it makes it, it just it's the point of marriage is to make things official and putting things together. Well, as we, far are we not official? Yet? But it's like <laughs> documented official. That's well, what I mean. I, I think we could be documented. <laughs> 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 Listen, if y'all didn't get it yet, I'm trying to get him to marry me right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, so crazy. Wow. Yeah, but no, I, I agree, though. I think 100%, like, you have to be stable. Because right now we're in a relationship, we're in an apartment. So for us, like, we want a house. I don't mm. want an apartment. For me, I don't want an apartment because growing up, I was always moving and it was always different apartments. So like to be able to call something my own and I can stay there for a long time, yeah. that would just like a whole weight off my shoulders. Like that'll be but so knowing you, awesome. you get over. No. I'm tired of this house, bro. Can we get another one? Not really. Not because I, I hate moving. I hate moving. Mm. So I feel like once I get my house, I'm like, yo, I, I could live here forever. Like that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I agree. Definitely being financially stable before getting married even though i'm trying to get him to marry me like yesterday but you know it's all right wow, so maybe cool. in like a year you know we you know she could propose to me too right that's the thing Is yeah she going but to? i no i'm not okay then so i don't want to hear it y'all gonna see a video on tiktok of him marry me marry me <laughs> they can marry me it's a beautiful me. night i'm looking for something dumb to do don't do that shit <laughs> hey baby i think i'm gonna marry you no? No. That's not a vibe? I don't like that. That's corny as fuck. <laughs> what if I got him live? <laughs> okay, cool, but do not fucking propose to me. Huh. Well, I'll scratch that off the idea list. <laughs> now, but is that all the questions? What is one final thought that you want to leave your listeners with? About what? I don't know, because we talked about relationships. Um, I feel like for some people, it's okay to be alone. You don't have to be in relationships. Uh, and it's understandable to be afraid about about relationships to an extent, depending on how your experiences was or just like how you are as a person. Because if you could just you you could be strictly just by yourself and independent, and feeling like putting somebody in that bubble of yours can mess that up. Mm-hmm. When it comes to relationship, I just feel like do it when you're comfortable. A lot of times, the the person that can last forever in your life comes when you don't want anybody in your life, and you just let things like you just let things be. Yeah. Don't ever try to stress a relationship. Don't ever try to make one happen and let things fall into place because just because the relationship starts, then comes the longevity that comes afterwards. Mm-hmm. And if you if you try to make a relationship happen in the start for so hard to get it to happen then you're gonna that's that's what's expected mm-hmm. for the rest of relationship mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah you're gonna have to keep trying your hardest to make things happen to make things prolong to make things last but if you just let the love be love and let relationships be relationships and let it happen all together and within that time the longevity becomes better and the time with each other becomes better you learn more and i don't know yeah that's that's, that's what i feel like i'll leave yeah. with that was a long ass thought. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I agree. Did you want me to say something too, or are you? Yeah, you looking I just at me? agree. Uh, I agree. I don't know. I feel like I kept saying this, but like, 
work on yourself first before you get into a relationship. Like, take care of yourself first before going into straight into something. And don't be afraid, because I, f- like, I like that you brought up people be afraid of relationships. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to get into a relationship. Because how, I you have to go through experiences to learn from it. So you have to at least give it a try. Mm-hmm. But don't give it a try until you've worked on yourself first. <laughs> um, but yeah, just work on yourself. And don't be afraid to try things. Yeah, that's my, my final thought. Valid. So again, I think this is episode four. I hope I'm correct. It should be, right? I wouldn't know because I'm not on this podcast. I'm just she subbing. Don't, she don't show no love. She don't pay attention to the podcast. <laughs> but I think this is episode four. It should be episode four. Again, uh, is nature here. If you're listening on Spotify, we're going to have a question. The question down below is, what is the trait that you view as most important in relationships? Provide an answer. I would like to see our answers. like to see our thoughts and everything like that. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Sour Takes. What else? We got YouTube, Sour Take Podcast. What else? We on SoundCloud. We on Spotify. I'm trying to get us on Apple Music. If I can explain to everybody the reason of why it's not working, it's just really annoying, but we're trying to make it there. And I appreciate the love that people keep sharing. If y'all have more questions for us, please send it through. I know Ernie would love to answer some questions with me. Again, we'll have Catherine up again, but... This is such a great time. Thank you for enjoying the episode. Thank you for being here. If you're still here, I appreciate you. Thank you for showing love. Again, this is your hostess with the mostest. This is nature. And I'm here with... Not the mostest. Yeah. Sorry, Sea-Dog. Sea-Dog. <laughs> I had to come for you with that. The mostest. Okay. Hostess with the mostest is nature. But I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Later.